0: self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava. Hello and welcome to Messy
1: Adventures in Living. I'm your host Katrina Fava. It's Halloween today in the world in the present time. Happy Halloween to you all. Um, welcome to Messy Adventures in Living. Thanks for joining us today. Um, if this is your first time on the show um, and you're wondering what Messy Adventures in Living is all about, well, I'll tell you. So Messy Adventures in Living is a radio show where we play with um, jumping into your life without waiting for everything to be perfect, um, and you know, making choices rather than waiting until you know that you're going to make the exactly the right choice. Um, where in your life are you waiting? to get everything perfect and uh, what would happen if you jumped in and got messy and just made choices and then see uh, if that choice works for you and um, if it doesn't, you can choose something different. Um, My name is I'm your host. Here's how I play a little bit in the world. I am a registered nurse in Toronto, Canada. I'm a pediatric nurse. I have been for about 19 years. Um, I am also uh, an access consciousness uh, bars and body process facilitator. Uh, a few years ago, I found some cool tools um, called Access uh, um, within a modality called Access Consciousness that I like to play with and I like to share. We'll be talking a little bit about them on the show today. If you are curious about them, you can check out um, accessconsciousness.com. Uh, I am also an author. I have written chapters in three books. One of them is called Creations: Conscious Fertility, Conception, Pregnancy, and Birth. The other is Possibilities in Parenting, and the other is uh, called The Power of Releasing Judgment. You can find those on Amazon.com, or Amazon.ca, or Amazon anything. And uh, you can also find them on my website, KatrinaFava.com. I also create some um, 100% natural bath and body products for your skin. Um, And uh, that you can find those at naturallyhappybody.com. I have fun playing with that in my kitchen. So if you're interested, check those things out. Okay, well, that's me quickly. Uh, What are we doing today? What are we talking about today? We have a very um, fun show today. It's uh, Halloween here in Canada. And um, we're talking about ghosts. They're talking to you are you listening? And we have a great guest, a great guest. her name is Tanya Lichner, and um, she is going to introduce herself. Hi, Tanya, welcome to Messy Adventures in Living.
2: Hi, Petrina, how are you?
1: <laughs> I'm good. How are you doing?
2: Well, pretty good. This is my first time on a radio show, so take it easy on me, okay? <laughs> thanks for letting Messy Adventures in Living be your first radio show.
1: I'm excited. have you. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you,
2: what how all the things you play with in the world? Uh, all the things I play with. Well, like my mom says, I have my. Well, I I put it as well. If today's Halloween, so I'll say it this way. I put my witchy fingers in every cauldron. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, I have a I have a finger in every bowl. She said. Yeah. I'm capable of um, doing anything that I choose. I've done so many things, like a. These some people say a master of none but I always try to be a master of all. <laughs> so yeah. everywhere from performing, dancing, uh costumes, art, um of course energy work, body healing. Um I've even been an English teacher in Korea and uh like so many things like retail even and as much people may <laughs> frown upon that sometimes that can be a, a real challenge in a good de- uh development on personality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, all the skills that we choose in life uh, develop us. So I'm always hungry for something different and more. So I'm always uh, in question about what more can I do that's different. So cool, I'm still going on with that.
1: Yeah, and you are also an Access Bars facilitator as well, right? Um,
2: yeah, what's I I am. Um, I haven't actually <laughs> re registered for that. So uh, I'm starting to explore more of actually just um, being a, a practitioner um, cool. because I find that uh, when people get their bars run by me, it seems to be more dynamic. Yes. So i um developing... I can attest. <laughs> Sorry?
1: I can attest.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so I'm, I'm um, exploring more of the practitioner side of bodywork healing and bars, and even facilitation, and seeing about uh, that as the energy is uh, pulling me more that way.
1: Cool. So, for anyone who doesn't know what Access Bars is, I'll tell you just really quickly. It's a hands-on modality um, where 32 points on the head are touched, and the idea is that we store a whole bunch of our um, beliefs and um, um, limitations in these points, and when they're touched, they're deleted. That's an extremely oversimplified version, but that's what uh, we're talking about when we're talking about running bars. Again, it's really cool, and it's very weird, and we like it, and you can find it at accessconsciousness.com. All right, so let's get to our topic. We're talking about ghosts today, um, and uh, we might uh, talk a little bit about ghosts and how they interfere with um, electronics, because, <laughs> because I think we have a little bit of that happening in my house today. Okay, so... When I was writing the the write-up for the show, I kind of sat at my computer and I was like, hmm, I wonder what I should write. And then I thought, "Oh, I wonder what the ghosts would like to say (laughs) if uh, if I asked them. So I did. (laughs) And here's what they said. Hi, we're ghosts. Yes, we are real. We've been trying to talk to you, but you haven't been listening. And it's not that you can't hear us. You can. See, here's the problem. You think you're going to hear our voices or see our faces. Some people do, but not most. And almost always, our whippers are subtle, and you do perceive them, but not in the way you think you're supposed to. So you brush them off as coincidence. You're scared to acknowledge what you really know. Sure, some of us can be jerks like we were when we were alive. But don't be scared. We aren't any more powerful than you are. Some of us are asking for your help. Some of us want to throw a little magic your way. And a few of us don't even realize we're dead. What if most of what you've heard about ghosts in the movies wasn't true? What if communicating with us looks like... looks n- nope. Wouldn't it be amazing to tune into the whispers of your loved ones? How much fun could you have creating your life with your teammates' contribution? And what if communicating with ghosts could add to your life in a way you never imagined? So, um hang on. So, can you tell us a little bit about um what you know. Okay. So, let's talk a little bit about ghosts or like spirits, some people call them entities, disembodied beings. What can you tell us about
2: like what what do we mean when we are talking about entities? Well, from what I get what our society is talking about is all the stuff like you said that they see in media. Because we, we seem to, uh, give up our awareness, uh, and we look around us and say, well, what do you mean by entities? And we'll look in books at library or we'll watch a TV show and we'll go, oh, is that what you mean by an entity? Okay, so we, we project or place that idea of somebody else's idea of what that is rather than our knowing. So, um, what is our knowing on entities? Like, do we actually, have we actually practiced in that field at all? Or is that really unexercised? So, um, yeah, so uh, the other day I was walking the dog as an example, and I look up at a tree, and of course, you know, it's Halloween, so guess what's in the tree? This black, shrouded, scary, skull-faced flying thing in the tree, and I go, is that really what people think that they're going to see? Like, if I kind of, like, scientifically think about it. I go, well, if that was an actual thing, wouldn't have that showed up? You know, like, wouldn't Mm -hmm. we see more of those if that was actual Right. So, yeah, I kind of go, well, and I stood there and I pretended it was real to try to force myself to be, ooh, it's, it, and it didn't work. It it just doesn't work. So I go, well, then what really is an entity? And uh, funny enough, <laughs> I went back uh, home to my other home and uh, we were uh, playing with uh, the idea of orbs and like little lights and little fairy mm. beings and, and things that are much smaller than we can see. And uh, those those things might actually be more actual. Uh, it's just we cannot see them with our naked eye. I mean, the human eye is is only you can only see so much, right? And then um, then there's our being's eye and what we can see with that.
1: Cool, our being's eye, what we can see with our being. Yes, it's a different kind of different kind of vision. More right. more of like right. an awareness. Cool, and I think that um, lends to like. What it was just saying before is, like, um, a lot of people think that seeing entities or seeing both is going to look the way it's going to look, it, seeing them looks the same way we see, you know, the book on our desk. And, of course, that's a lot of how it's portrayed in the movies. And, I mean, I guess I've heard, I have never seen anything like that, that clear before, but I have heard that there are some people who do see entities like that. Um, and like, do you ever see them clearly that way?
2: Me, uh, only, only in dreams or, um, or in the like other worlds, like what say I like, would call the being's eye, or like right. kind of like an extra projection type thing. Uh, I've actually never actually witnessed seeing a physical apparition, as people mm-hmm. would call it. Though I have met lots of people ha- who have. Um, seeing these things, and I perceive them as telling the absolute truth. I don't see them as lying or hallucinating or they weren't on any drugs. So I kind of question that for myself, going, am I wrong? Why don't I see them with my naked eye? What's wrong with me, right? Yes. Um, Because I work with this stuff, right, and I'm very, very sensitive to it and aware of it and know a lot of stuff about it. Um, But I just get that people have different abilities or um, can receive different things.
1: Yeah, Yeah. And and I wonder, like, how much the belief that you have to see it with your eye, the way we describe, right, like the same way you see a book, becomes such a huge wall, right, such a big barrier, such a big limitation to actually being able to communicate with entities or to be able to see them in a different way, like how you describe with your being's eye, right, which is a little bit different. Um, so, you know, for anybody who's listening, like, what have you decided seeing a ghost means? Like, what have you decided seeing entities means or communicating with them means, like hearing them, right? Like, do you think it means you have to see it with your your physical eye or with your physical ears? Um, maybe let's clear clear that. So... Everything everything that is, everywhere you believe you have to see with your physical eyes and hear with your physical ears, and therefore everywhere that's creating um, a limitation and a wall and a barrier to communicating with entities easily, will you destroy and uncreate all that? Yes. Awesome. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and poc, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So if you've never heard that before, that is the Access Consciousness Clearing Statement. Um, it's a collection of words that has a whole bunch of energy to it. Um then basically the way it works is when we talk about something and some energy comes up and we want to clear it, we say the clear statement, and everywhere that's held in place starts to become unraveled. Um You can find more information about the clearing statement at dot
2: It has its own website. How cool is that? Okay, yeah, cool. So, so uh, just yeah. to give you a... If you, if you there might be a minute to a break or whatever. Yes,
1: um, I think I...
2: Um, cool. I also, I, I don't know how much time we have left for this big thing. I wanted to add about that. Um, yeah, go about ahead. yeah, like uh, on the same subject before the break comes. Um, yeah, perhaps when you're a kid, we're already doing that, right? The the the, mm-hmm. the mind's eye already. We're we, but we think it's the toy is talking to us, or we have invisible friends, or we kind of we we hear things or. or perceive things, that we, and then our parents tell us, well, we're just playing pretend. We hear them say, oh, she's pretending, or she's uh, imagine, imagining. So wh- why don't we clear that everywhere we are um, mm-hmm. awareness, uh, our ability to speak to other entities, whether they're spirits, ghosts, fairies, or whatever they are, um, was changed into, it's just our imagination, so every time it yeah. shows up when we're adult, we go right to, well, just my brain working on over like overdrive and I'm just too tired or I'm hungry, I'm hallucinating, you know, did I eat a bad thing, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so,
1: yeah, how about we yeah. clear
2: something like that? Okay, cool.
1: So everything that is, will you destroy on Korean at all? Yeah. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and poc, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. That's a great lead-in, actually, for a break. So um, let's talk more about kids and entities. Um, I like that topic. And so let's go to break. You are listening to Messy Adventures in Living. Um, on hzn.sm, we're talking about ghosts. They're talking to you. Are you listening with our guest, Tanya Lichner?
0: We'll be back in just a moment. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course, you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert, Petrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices?
3: What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more. Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time. Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series. My gift to you. beingyouclass.com. What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com.
0: You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the US 815 880 8255 In Canada, 613-800-8736. In the UK, 33 one 625 Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more messy adventures. Welcome back
1: to Messy Adventures in Living. Thanks for joining us today. If you're just jumping in, our topic for today is ghosts. They're talking to you. Are you listening? And I have a great guest on today. Her name is Tanya Lichner. She, we've been talking about um, ghosts body beings, whatever you want to call them, um, before we went to break. And we were talking about how um, it's very common for many of us to think that uh, the way to see or hear or communicate goals with, with ghosts or spirits is the same way that we see, hear, or communicate with people or the way we see a book on the table or the way we hear the radio. And um, not that that's wrong, because I think there are people who do perceive entities that way. But if we think that that's how it's going to be and that's the only way it's going to be, it creates a really big wall and a really big limitation to how you can actually communicate with them in a way that looks totally different than what you think. And um, before we went to break, Tanya and I were just discussing um, how much we were likely aware of um, spirits and entities as children and how much that gets brushed off, right? Like, how many times were you told as a child, um, oh, it's just your imagination, if you were perceiving something that you knew was um, different. Um, and, yeah, so that's where we left off. So, Tanya, let's talk a little bit more about that. Like, can you tell us a little bit about what that was like for you as a child? Like, what were you aware of? How
2: did you perceive entities? Um, I'd, I'd say that it's... I find with... I'd like to believe this with most children, but just for me, um, we, we are actually exploring uh, the world ourselves. So it's it's a strange world, and we're already uh, got a lot of awareness, and um, we're we're seeing how everybody else is doing it here. So I do remember actually hearing uh, little um, people at one time. I, they were just being so funny, and I was laying in bed, and there's these two guys, and they were like comedians, and they were kind of being funny and. And I remember I, I the next day I said, hey mom, did you, there's like these two guys and they were like really funny and they were joking around and making me laugh and and she she just, you know, like you can, as a child, you can uh, support a child with your voice but um, a child always knows when <laughs> somehow something deeper is like, it does, it's not sincere or it, it wasn't yeah. uh, taken seriously or uh, acknowledged for what it truly was. So right away I went, well, am I, was it real? Maybe I was just it's like, oh, you were dreaming. It's was like, was I dreaming really? But I said, no, Mom, I was awake. I, my eyes were, I was awake. I didn't fall asleep. No, no, I was dreaming, right? So, um, but I knew what what happened there. And so down inside, you know that you weren't sleeping and you really heard those things. And it was, I could hear it actually with a second ear, as I would call it, clear as day. Right. And, um, but I had that struggle. My mom is always Right. And my, I love my mom, and how could she, you know, not see that? So uh, it's kind of conflicting through the life, right? Uh, and then what what occurs with that? Well, you could either grow up um, just uh, saying, yeah, I was crazy. Oh, I was just dreaming and, and just move on with your life and, and be kind of a normal human being through society. Or you can take it the other way, and you could be really right and maybe even create a you know uh, i i had to go this way maybe uh like a uh, mental disorder out of it and i've seen right. yeah like so like well so how many people who hear voices are pushing their point of view at people going you know i'm i'm suffering or living through this and believe me look at me how i'm i'm hearing voices yeah, and cool. uh, i've even talked to my sister about it and i i know that she She acknowledges that she talks to spirits, but she also has another side of her, that she she listens to society, and society says she's not well, and she should take medication. So there's a lot of conflictual things going on with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Wow, that's really great. That's great information. And yeah, um, you know, how many people who are diagnosed schizophrenic, or diagnosed depressed, or any of those, like you said, mental disorders, if we... um, were willing to acknowledge what they knew, especially as children, but even later in life, how much, you know, would that change um, what they're creating with their capacity? So like, you know, what if acknowledging their capacities could help them to create magic with their capacities instead of like creating crap, right? Creating, like you said, a mental illness or trying to turn up that mental illness so much because it's the only way that they think people can will hear what they're saying. Yeah, that's a really exactly.
2: good point. Yeah, and then on the other, there's another way, which I like to go to, like what's coming up for me in, in this call right now is actually fear. So taking it the other way and say like, uh, when I actually perceive some families, when I've seen this happen, the, the child will say something to the parent and the parent actually grows fear or has a fear in their, in their universe and the child could perceive that fear or that intensity and the child goes, oh, is that what, I'm supposed to do, or it, it depends on the, the person, of course. They can go, well, I can create fear because mom and dad are creating fear about it. I'm supposed to be afraid here? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can grow up being afraid of it. Um, yeah. And uh, there's just just for fun, um, I did type this in the email. Uh, I did grow fear around it. Um, maybe from reading books or watching friends be afraid when I told them stories and stuff. And I'm like, oh, maybe I should be afraid too. So there's this fear that would um, come, like be in my stomach or my body when I would go down in the dark basement. Um, And it would be like, I I, I really felt like this thing was going to get me, right? (laughs) So um, the kind of person I am, like, you know what, I... I just can't let this control me any further. And I was 12. i like, I can't let this control me any further. So I said, you know what, I'm going to go down there and I'm going to confront these this scary thing. So I went down the stairs in the dark and I stood there and I actually voiced out with my voice and I said, you know what, I don't know what you are. I don't know if you're nice or bad. Um, if you're going to show up and if you're going to scare me or you're going to say hello, then do it. Do it right now. And nothing happened. And it just kind of like the fear... <laughs> Or that energy just kind of dissipated. And ever since then, I realized I had what people would call power or potency or being great and realizing that not to let these strange uh, feelings uh, overpower you and control your life. So anytime anything that was scary, I would push forward into it and uh, just say, well, you know what? I'd rather die than let this control me.
3: Awesome.
1: Awesome. Yeah. That's such a. I love that. I love this conversation because that's it's such a powerful tool um, to, especially to. You can even give this to kids. Like I often say this to my own children when they're creeped out, you know, quote unquote, creeped out at night about with something is, you know, okay, what are you aware of? And I often will say to them, just remember, like whatever it is, does not have power over you. And a lot of times they'll say things well, like yeah, they're big and they're scary, and it's like it doesn't matter. You, they don't have power over you. You're big too. Even if your body is small, you know, so what a great tool to empower kids with, so for anyone who's listening, right, if you have children who um are saying things to you and you think that they have some capacities with entities or that they're seeing ghosts or entities, or they're even if they're not saying it like that because they may not know the words, right, but they're just aware of something they're they're and it shows up as fear often at night, right, like Matthew, my son Matthew often says, "I don't like my room, I don't like my room." So, you know, what what is that? What's in there? So, yeah, thanks for that. That's a great tool to give um, kids. But and also this thing that you mentioned about pushing past the discomfort, I want to kind of go there a little bit because, um, and also like linking to mental illness. So when I was a really small kid, so probably like before the age of 12, like around the age of 7 or 8, I remember really clearly at night lying in my bed and hearing, like not with my ears, but like what you said, like my being's ears, you know, hearing, thoughts, but they sounded like voices um, that would say to me that I had to um, make sure all my drawers were closed. So, like, if I had, like, a little sock hanging out of my drawer or, um, you know, one of them was not closed all the way, it was this obsessive thing that I had to get up all the time to make sure that my my drawers were closed and I had to, like, get up and, and check them all the time. And I would literally hear um, this thing that said, if you don't do it, somebody's going to die if you don't do it, something bad's going to happen. And so I would get up and do it because I would feel, like you said, that contraction, like, in my body, right? And I remember a point, because I don't have that anymore, and I remember a point when I was like, look, F you, I'm not doing it. I'm lying in my bed, I am not getting up, that sock is going to stay sticking out of the cupboard and nobody's going to (laughs) die. So I remember that moment when I was like, no, screw you, you're not controlling me anymore. And so you know, it's a great tool too to to for listeners who are having this going on, you know, would you be willing to, to sit with that discomfort and to be with that like really gross, tight um, and, you know, gross, actually, that's a judgment, actually, that tight, contractive feeling or that whatever that is that you're feeling that you've identified as a creepy feeling, would you be willing to like really lower your barriers and be vulnerable with it and allow it and, you know. Wouldn't that be a great way for your potency to show up and your power to show up?
2: Yeah, and that, you know what? It's it's amazing that you say that because we see you as um, a, a, a normal person, Katrina. You you think decently and you're you're down to earth. And to to for you to to be vulnerable and say that you had those things going on. Um. Yeah. Like those are those what would people would call like like a disease. Uh. Thing right like, like a, that you're OCD yeah like or, a schizophrenia or an OCD yeah totally and I I had that too as a kid like don't step on the lines or someone's gonna die and then one day you're like well let's see what happens because at that point it's like well you know I can't live this way and so right. truth yeah. is it a trick because it was controlling it was controlling. Like I exactly. knew it was controlling so, me and I was like, no, So now we're like we're getting into the different entities as what we've decided that are not real right. and true because society or religion is like saying, don't think that way, it's bad. But not right. thinking that way, not being aware of uh, those things is actually um, starting to create a discomfort, stuckness and uh, stops in our lives. Uh, if we're mm-hmm. able to actually work with what is going on, we may have a lot more freedom. And uh, yeah. it's like you're getting a break soon. So
1: <laughs> yeah, um, are we I think what we let's do this. Let's talk. Let's go uh, a little bit into like, um, you know, I would say that okay. I don't know. What do you think? So many entities either are you know trying to communicate with us. They want to tell us something, right? Or they want they would like uh, to contribute to us in some way. And some of them, they might not even know that they're dead. And also, like, let's really acknowledge that there are some entities that are just asshole, too, right? Like, or that are mean or, like, that are just not nice. I mean, I think it would be really silly to just go, you know, entities are all great and sweet and you don't have to be scared of them. Um, but also, like, you know, when we come back from break, maybe we can talk a little bit about, you know, what to do with that when you're aware of an entity maybe that's that's angry or that's... Um, a little bit mean and to remember that we they still don't have power over us they don't have power over us um but you know not all of them are friendly and um so yeah we can go there when we come back from break yeah, yeah. for sure so i think that's, yeah a big one <laughs> yeah okay good so you're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with myself Katrina Fava and my awesome guest Tanya Litzner we're talking about ghosts they're talking to you are you listening don't go anywhere we'll be back very soon
0: Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices.
4: What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head the best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a boys class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life?
0: You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255 in Canada 613-800-8736 in the UK 033-0001-0625 or you can Skype us at a 2 zenfm you can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PatrinaBaba.com. Now, here's Katrina with more Messy Adventures. Welcome back to Messy Adventures in
1: Living. We're talking about ghosts. They're talking to you. Are you listening? And my guest today is Tanya Lichner. Before we went to break, we were talking, we were talking a little bit about um, entities, ghosts who um, can be sometimes jerks. Um uh, maybe like they were in uh, when they were alive when in bodies, and um what i'd like what i'd like to talk a little bit about is for anyone who's listening who for this is very new and who has never considered the possibility that they can speak with uh spirits or ghosts or entities um i'd like to just look at you know Tanya what are some what are a couple like really basic tools or really easy ways that um someone who would like to try this out could um could use. Um, if they're just starting out, what are some easy ways to to start
2: connecting or communicating with them? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. So, it to her. Well, oh, I see. You know what? Honestly, um, if people want to open up more and be more aware of entities, I suggest reading Shannon O'Hara's book, um, "Talking to the Entities." I All I did was read that book. There isn't really any massive clearings or tools in there. It's actually what I realized later when everything shifted and I started to really, what I call, hear them better, feel them better, perceive them better. It was actually acknowledging the gifts that I had as I read through the book. So when you start acknowledging what is true for you, that is when the magic starts growing in your universe. The universe wants you to be conscious. It's, it's, it, it wants you to be magical and happy. And uh, when you start going around and looking at this planet in your life and you look at all the things that maybe even occurred to you in your past and you start acknowledging the magic that you were, even in the negative places, that is actually where your magic will grow. Okay. I know that seems like a big thing, but actually it can be very small. And if that's why maybe we're looking around to other people to uh, justify and acknowledge us in the things that we do because that is maybe food for us. Uh, it's something that we're all naturally looking for, but you have to do it for yourself.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay? I agree. and I think um, because of this idea that there are some people who have this special capacity, and so we don't acknowledge that actually we can we can communicate with them as well. And the we also have that capacity. And then just because it looks different than someone else's, it doesn't mean that it's not there. Um, and that book is awesome. I agree. Um, after I read this book, it's called um, Talk to the Entities, right? That's the title? Yeah. Yeah. Talk to the Entities um, by Shannon O'Hara. You can find it um, anywhere on the Internet. Um, Amazon and you can actually find it on the accessconsciousness.com site as well. It's um such an easy read. I literally read it in I sat on my couch one day and read it from start to finish and I remember my kids came home and I'm like don't bug me, I'm reading. <laughs> um, it, it it was I, I was like just yeah, go have a snack. I'm I have to finish this. I could not I could not put it down. And what I loved about it was that um I, it just it was easy to read, and like you said, it's really about acknowledging your own capacities, but it was very story-like, like she tells a lot of her own stories about her own experiences. And after I read that
2: book, that, that fear that I had... Melted? <laughs> Disappeared? <laughs> I hope you didn't just fall off there. <laughs> I think you're cutting out. Okay. So if you're cutting out, so if if you're long, pay, maybe you want to call well back.
1: Okay. From part of the house. Maybe let's see if this is better.
2: Um, okay.
1: Yeah. Anyways, talk to the entities by Shannon a. Hare, amazing. I went downstairs to my basement after I read it and I remember that creepy feeling that I usually have in, in one of the rooms just kind of wasn't really there anymore and it really empowered me to be like, Look guys, I know you're here. Uh nice try controlling me. It ain't working. <laughs> now what would you like? <laughs> so yeah, it's a great place yeah. to start. Okay. So yeah, communicating, um, contributing, um, you know, maybe they need to know they're dead. And some of them are are not kind. So can you tell us a little bit about if we are aware that we there is an entity around or a spirit around that maybe is being a jerk, what are some things that we can do to A remember that we are not at the effect of them and B to, you know, get them to well I don't uh yeah, get
2: them to How about change? Change leave you, you alone <laughs> Well, how about just yes, changing? Yes, change, yes. Uh, yeah. More, right? Um, yeah, cool. that's a good question. Um, I I know I can just throw out an access tool, and I will. Um, yeah. But it doesn't sound like an access tool. It sounds like uh, common sense. <laughs> and uh, right. I I remember when I was, well, I'll call suffering. I'll, I always called it suffering because I, I was the victim, right? So, like, number one, stop being the victim, right? Because when you're a victim they will they they find it as an opportunity. All the negative ones or the ones that are mean or want to pick on you and all that, right? They're gonna they'll they'll sniff that out like a shark on blood, right? It's like, ooh, and then they'll like to come around and poke at you, right? So finally I got this tool in access, which sounds like common sense. It's actually interesting point of view. So uh one day when one of the more nastier ones showed up I just I said fine. I'm going to use this tool and see if it works. Like let's humor it, right? Like humor, humor the uh, humor myself. Yeah. And I turned to it and it said, "I'm evil and I'm going to get you." And I turned to it and I said, "Interesting point of view. You have that point of view." And it went away. I'm like, mm-hmm. really? That's it? No That's rituals? It. <laughs> no shamans? Yeah. No, no exercising? <laughs> it's like interesting <laughs> point of view. You have that point of view and be like, darn it! And it went away. Nice. So um, to me, I think that is the one at the top, very top for me, okay? If you're having a lot of trouble, but the thing is you also have to be the space of interesting point of view. You can't go... I'm a weakling, and uh, I feel like I'm going to like just be done in by all these entities, and I feel horrible and scared. It, it can't be like that. It has to be from true. Wow, it's really interesting. You think you're going to do that, or it's interesting you think you're you're being that because actually that that's just your point of view and has nothing to do with me. And it really has to come from that space. Okay, if yeah. you're saying it but you're still afraid inside, uh, it may not work. So just be aware of that thing is, um, ask questions or ask them questions and realize that you may have a point of view that something that's scary that's coming at you actually may not be. It may just, yeah. You may just be perceiving it that way. So it's always good to ask questions right away. Like, uh, my favorite right away, friend or foe? Truth. Friend or foe? Yeah. Friend or foe? Friend or foe? And then eventually you will get an awareness of whether it's friend or foe. And sometimes it might surprise you. Okay, Mm -hmm. and then you can go to the next question, right? Uh, Wait, wait, can you can you talk a little bit about that? Why would it surprise you? What does that mean?
1: Say again. What What does that mean? When you said, it might surprise you.
2: Well, because you have a point of view. Like, some things may happen to you that you think that are negative. Like, uh, banging books, poking, something touching you, um, uh, something standing there looking really scary. Uh, you right. actually might have, okay, what I wanted to talk about was fear, that the implant of fear, which is actually really not true. If you're implanted with fear, that's your fear. Like, that's not even real. It may not be from the entity. Okay? And some of them might have that ability. I'm not sure. But, uh, you have to realize there's a lot of distracting, things going on between you and the entity that may not have anything to do with the entity. So if you can get rid of the stuff in the middle, which is your point of view of what's going on, even fear, something might be revealed that might be more beautiful.
1: Yeah, and the the throwing of the books off the shelf is a really great example of You know, something that we judge as negative or we think, oh my god, that's really scary because now they're being violent. But what if they've been trying to talk to you for a really long time gently (laughs) and you're, you know, not acknowledging your awareness? So they're just, so now they're like, you're not listening, so now I'm going to throw the
2: books off the shelf. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Also, yeah, um, I I had a question here. Can I address the question? It's been like, of course. uh, Yes, please. Uh, somebody asked about Halloween itself, um, Are like, is it true about the veil uh, uh, speaking to the spirits being thinner? Um, a long, long, long time ago, hundreds of years ago, as we all read in books or maybe even know in our own knowing, because maybe we were those witches, uh, there was a time where we were very aware of the moon phases and when things would shift energetically and and that's how we grow plants i mean the farmers to me are the the biggest witches i mean the almanac and all that right they're very aware of how the planet shifts and moves and how we're able to grow food and and have the best harvest and to me that's the a big deal um what happens is when you're aware of all those things um maybe people actually consulted with entities to help them with those things, to be aware of what was going on. And what happens is it gets uh, lost in translation through the years, and we just say, yeah, yeah, okay, Halloween, and plunk it here, and that may not be the reality of what's going on. Uh, you might actually be more aware of the thinner veils than you think, and they may not only just land on lunar phases you what you might start realizing is one night you have more activity than another and it is this can be very totally random and it may not fall on a halloween or a christmas or a an easter right right does that make sense so you might actually start opening up to realizing when those veils are thin for you and when you start communicating and when things are quiet does that answer the question does that sound good <laughs>
1: Great! Thank you so much for addressing that. Maybe he was listening by my, yeah, to
2: the
1: chat room. So uh, Tanya's, uh, Tanya's doing a lot of thing and you're doing an awesome job. Thank you. No, no um,
2: problem. Yeah,
1: and yeah, that's great. That's a great. Um, what you said is awesome, and also like. Um I posted a little cartoon in the uh in the Facebook event uh but that says something like, During the day I don't really believe in ghosts, but at night I'm more of a believer. <laughs> and it's like, what is that? you know, similar to what you're talking about, like is it is it that, you know, the veil is thinner? Is it that our awareness is heightened? Like are we less distracted by this reality's things during the day and at night when it's quiet and it's dark? And we're not relying so much on our physical eyes and our physical ears. Like, are we actually tuned into a little bit more of our awareness at night? Um, and so that we're able to tap into that a
2: little bit more. What do you think? Um, I think, m- me, think, I, w- I might perceive, um, so let's see if I can form it in a question. Um, are you actually willing to step into uh, something greater and actually have your whole reality changed? So, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So hmm So,
1: yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I think, for me, personally, I think it seems like during the day is just more distraction. And with the tools and with practicing, then, yes, I am becoming more aware um, during the day as well because I'm, by what you were saying before, acknowledging, right, all these little whispers, like acknowledging, yes,
2: I hear you, acknowledging the capacity with entities. Um, there's I have a question even for that one that you brought up. Um, what I am what I realized very lately is a lot of people, if they start believing in those things or start really acknowledging and seeing things that are not common and starting to actually uh, get the rose-colored glasses off their face and start actually seeing what might be there, um, our reality would have to change. It can't stay the way it is now. We uh-huh. would have to think think differently, see the world differently, we actually have, have to probably start talking to entities a lot more, and, and it wouldn't be creepy or weird anymore. It would be the common. And are people ready for that?
1: Yeah, that would be a pretty good. Yeah, and yeah, that's the, the Like, are ready for our... For breaking up. Change. Yeah. Cool, okay. Let's some um, Uh, And we'll come back and talk a little bit more about this topic of ghosts. They're talking. Are you listening? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with myself, Petrina Fava, and my guest today, Tanya Litzner. Don't go
0: anywhere. We'll be right back. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices?
3: What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? Thirteen years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions, or any question too large? What if you, being you, are the gift and the change this world requires? Is now the time? For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beinguclass.com My gift to you, beingyouclass.com.
0: You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the US 815 880 8255 In Canada, 613-800-8736. In the UK, 33 one 625 Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Welcome back to Messy
1: Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava, and I'm joined today by my guest, Tanya Litzner. We're talking about ghosts. Um talking to you. Are you listening? So over the last uh, little while, we've been talking about um spirits and ghosts and entities and um, how to change our fear around them into uh, acknowledging our capacities with them and using them to create some cool stuff in our lives instead of just, you know, shriveling up in fear. (laughs) So, um, Tanya, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, houses, like haunted houses. So can you tell us a little bit about entities and some of the reasons or, you know, that they might stay connected to a building or a piece
2: of land or anything like that? Oh, well, yeah. I'm sure there's different reasons, uh, ones that we're um, already aware of, and probably reasons that uh, may be beyond our brains thinking, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, the reasons why, I mean, like, there's so many possibilities out there as to why things occur, um, but mm-hmm. from what, we, what we're aware of and what we know is, of course, um, some entities may not realize they're dead, and they just go back home, <laughs> and they live their lives, and... Mm-hmm. sometimes they're loops, sometimes they're stuck um obviously they're not totally aware of what's going on um and then I've also researched things called um like magnetic imprinting um what I understand as say, a scratch in the in the fiber of the reality, which is kind of like in a you know like in a record player, mm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and that whether that's heavy or light, just like ask for you, like yeah. what is what is that? Like the what is that? What I'm looking at is this? Is this an actual entity? Is this um, like a, just an apparition? Is this some? Is this something else? So yeah. questions will empower you. Um, answers, like conclusions, will always disempower. So if you go right to, oh my God, it's a ghost and it's going to eat me, um, right. The, right away, you're actually gonna, you may actually perceive. The heaviness of the contraction of the twisting of your, your own lies and thoughts. And you may may think that's fear. <laughs> and you're going to react to your awareness. Have you mm-hmm. ever reacted to your awareness, energy of your awareness of what's true and not true? I start to realize that weird, that's a weird intensity I just felt. Is that me being afraid? Is that the entity? Does that make sense?
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's a great question. Like... What, what am I aware of is a great question to ask in any situation. But often, if you're, you know, perceiving some creepiness, or you know, I mean, I'm calling it creepiness, but I think that's what we, what we kind of tend to call it. Like, if you're perceiving that kind of intensity or this, this feeling, you can ask, like, really, what am I aware of? And it's a question and it's also an acknowledgement at the same time, which is really cool because then you're acknowledging your capacity, right? Um, yeah, and.
2: I mean, and Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, well, I, just also to wrap up a little more of your question, just to give people more of the awareness uh, that it does not it's not always entities. So, um, like, uh, as beings or people, you might go into a house or a room and you might be the kind of person, a little autistic, where you can download all the trauma that's going on in that building or in that area. So if you, you can perceive the information in the molecules, that might be perceived the same way as a haunting because it has a lot of an a very intense uh perception there. Does that make sense to to you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um okay. it makes me think about um you know, i asked you this question last week about my dog who passed away in april um and was uh there was um i could perceive like some intensity on the front lawn where she fell over one day when she was very sick and started vomiting. And, and um, you know, you told me a little bit about, like, was it a beyond for you and that kind of thing. But I was also aware that there was some magnetic imprint, like some kind of imprinting that was going on there as well. Like, that energy was just there. It was not her entity. I knew, I was asking, like, is this her spirit? And I was getting no, but there was, like, some energy of the intensity of that that was there. Um, so, yeah, that is really cool. So, is it actually an entity or is it the intensity of um, awareness? Um, can you see how much time we have left? Danielle? Yeah, we have one minute. Yeah, one minute and 30 seconds. One minute. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. So, we're wrapping up. So thank you so much for being my guest on this show. I think uh, we had a great conversation today. I'm so happy how did I get so lucky to have you here. Um, can you tell our listeners really quick how they can reach you if they'd like to talk to you more about this? Do you have a website, an email address? Oh, I anything?
2: think it's over. Okay, bye guys. Just, yeah, find me on Alright, goodbye. We'll post it. in Thanks the for with event. us on Messy Adventures
0: in <laughs> Living. Katrina Fava um, will return next Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Mountain, and 6 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. We'd love to have you join us again. Until then, have fun creating your phenomenal life, mess and all.